This is the No Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Red Pill Che. Welcome everybody to the next episode of the No Spoon Podcast. I want to start off like I do all the time, thanking you guys for joining in and listening and sharing this information. Um, thank you those that have listened to previous episodes. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, they are available on the website at thenospoonpodcast.com. You can go back and we got blogs there, uh, old episodes, a lot of content going on. And so um, go ahead and check it out if you haven't. And thank you guys for listening, especially like we say all the time, man. And right now is a, is a time where we need to get as much of this information out to people as possible, wake up the people, start mobilizing the people, let's organize the people, let's get together and, and start making a concerted effort to bring back this freedom and this liberty that we so so dearly cherish here in, in the United States. And um, so we thank you guys for listening and, and tuning in. What we have today, well, first of all, we have an announcement to make. And I'm, I'm also joined in studio by my co-host and sister, uh, Red Pill Nikki. She's here. I'm what, here today. She's here. She's going to be, we're going to be going back and forth and just kind of having a conversation and talking about some things that we want to get out there to you. Let me also begin by saying, like I do every every broadcast, we say that uh, I'm a student first and foremost before anything else. That means I'm still learning. So I don't know everything. So I'm open to more information, more knowledge. Uh, we go by the uh, motto and the creed of not one person knows everything, but everyone knows something. And so that means you can contribute to what we're trying to do and this movement that we're trying to create. So I kind of want to preface what it is we're going to speak on today. What we have seen today, a lot of people are starting to question. I mean, I, I think back in April when a lot of the Black Lives Matter and, you know, these marches and these protests. Quote, unquote. Yeah. When a lot of these things started happening, people were really behind the idea of let's fix racial injustice, let's fix racial inequality, mm -hmm. let's start addressing some things that is going on socially, right? But I think what happened is that a lot of people just didn't understand where this was coming from. And I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, that people on the right, the Republican Party, conservatives in general, they have to take a lot of responsibility for what happened. Yeah. And for, and for what's happening. And I know a lot of people go, well, well, this is all Democrat-ran cities, and you know, this is what a Joe Biden America will look yeah. like. And I'm not blaming Trump, and I'm not blaming Republican you know, individually. Right. But as a whole, and here's my point. As a whole, the Republican Party and conservatives in general, they made a decision. They made a business decision. So I'm not knocking them because I'm in business. I do things what's best for my business. Mm -hmm. So let's just say I'm, I'm a hairstylist or I have a hair salon. Mm -hmm. I'm really not going to spend a whole lot of time, energy, and more importantly, money marketing to bald men. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because if I do that, I'm throwing that money away. Right. These people are not going to come in and get their hair done. They're not going to come in and they're not going to patronize my business. Right. You know what I mean? So it makes no sense for me to say let's. Let's go and, and, and market to bald men. Mm -hmm. Bald men have no use for what we're offering. But that being said, since the civil rights movement, minority communities, particularly black communities, Hispanic communities, poor communities, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it is, poor, lower class communities have had an allegiance to the Democratic Party. Yeah. The Democratic Party has offered them 
free stuff, quote unquote free stuff, in exchange for their vote. This free stuff has hurt the communities more than anything else. Mm-hmm. We know that. But but what happened is is that the Republican Party, conservatives, they have not made an effort to reach out to these communities. Mm-hmm. And with and the reason is because 90% of them are going to vote Democrat. So why am I going to put time, energy, more importantly money, right. into trying to get people who 90% of the time are not going to vote for you? It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. business-wise. Mm-hmm. However, what happens is is that you leave them to the Democratic Party, you leave them to the left, you leave them to the socialists, the Marxists, the radicals, you leave them to all these people who have ambitions and desires to end America, end our way of life, mm-hmm. right? And so these people are listening to them. The media is complicit in this. Politicians, big business, they're all complicit in this. Yeah. Yet conservatives sit back and do nothing while these people are being manipulated and now mobilized to turn against the whole country. Mm-hmm. So now there's a mass movement going on to overthrow the whole American way of life. And Republicans in particular, conservatives in general, do nothing. Right. Why? Because they're stuck on this path of, well, they don't vote for us. Yeah. That's the mindset it is. They don't vote for us. So I'm not going to go and campaign in areas where 95% are going to vote Democrat, where 95% of them aren't going to vote for us simply because the other person has an R next to their name. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, last week we had Joe Collins in here. Joe Collins is running for the 43rd District here of Congress here in Los Angeles against Maxine Waters, who's been in there 28 years or whatever, 29 years. Millions. Yeah, and and the only reason people are going to go to the polls and place, you know, check off Maxine Waters' name is because she's a Democrat. Right, right. There's a lot. And I've known a lot of people that vote that way. Just go down the list and D D D D D. Just choose it all. Right. So what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that now that you've left them, mm-hmm. now that you said, well, look, minority communities. Uh, Lower income communities, they don't vote for us. So we're going to take our message of conservatism, our message of freedom, our message of liberty. We're going to take it to those who are going to give us their vote. Well, guess what? They are now knocking at your door. Literally. Liter- I mean, literally. I mean, look, we're, we're watching things go on where people are going into restaurants, yeah. you know, harassing people, you know. Actually going on, I saw last week or this weekend where there was they were actually on the roof of someone's house it was in new york wow yeah they went they were on their whole entire property and they were on their roof in their window knocking on it exactly and this is what i'm saying is is when you leave these people to the wolves basically yeah when you leave them to the wolves the wolf is going to act like a wolf acts and you're going to treat them as prey yeah and they're going to manipulate and they're going to try to do it. and they're you, they're doing their bidding. This is see see what you're seeing here like you see okay well we're going to protest, we want this and we want that. And I and I believe that a lot of people that are out there, they have good intentions. Yeah. They you know, they they're really convinced that there's problems. They really convinced. I mean, and I'm not saying yeah. that there isn't problems. They're being shown a problem and then conveniently they're being given the answer at the mm-hmm. same time. 
and that answer doesn't benefit them. It benefits the people who are giving them the mm -hmm. answer. You know what I mean? Right. I can call you over here and say, hey, check this out. I have a problem, and I also have the answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Funny. Like, here's the problem. Here's the answer. Yeah. By the way, it all benefits me. Yeah. doesn't benefit you, but you're going to have the uh, impression that it does benefit you. Their answer to everything is, is Marxism, communism. You know, it's kind of like why I think I did a post on this or a video not too long ago on Instagram where I was saying, will somebody ask LeBron James, will somebody ask NBA players, you have Black Lives Matter on the court, you have Black Lives Matter on your chest, Black Lives Matter has said they are a Marxist organization, <laughs> you're asking for change, is your change that you're asking for communism? Yeah. Nobody asked that. Mm -mm. I mean... <laughs> Like I said, I mean, if yeah, that's a that's a normal that's a logical question that somebody would be asking right now. If like I remember you and I were talking the other day, we were talking about saying if Tom Brady came out and said I want change, I want change, and suddenly you realize that the the movement that he's with has a Confederate flag, we're we, gonna start asking, right? We wouldn't ask. I mean, we wouldn't say, yeah. "Hey, Tom, uh, what, what you you know here? you keep talking about this change, and yet this organization that you're running with is you know." They they have a Confederate flag as their symbol. Yeah. Are, do you want slavery back? Right. Is that your change? I mean, any logical person would ask that. I mean, if you're sitting here talking about, hey, we want change, and then you know I'm backing a Marxist organization. So, mm. so do you want communism? <laughs> I just want we because the people don't know this. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people, and and you hear this all the time when people say, well, there's a difference between Black Lives Matter the organization and Black Lives Matter the movement. Well, yeah, yeah, I get that, but at the same time. With the organization, because of its popularity right now and because everybody's talking about it, they're absorbing more people into their way of thinking because they're caught up in the movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I want people to be part of our movement. I don't mm -hmm. care if you're I don't care if you're if you're gonna say, Oh, this is the No Spoon Podcast or I'm down with Red Pill Che and Red Pill Nikki. As long as you got our name in your mouth. <laughs> and, and on your mind, eventually you're going to come to this side. You're right. going to start doing what we thinking the way that we want you to think. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you got Black Lives Matter on your chest and you got it on the court, hey, we got it. We got to start asking these questions. Right. But nobody does. And so going back to what I'm talking about, conservatives, you know, in particular, the Republican Party. But we know the Republican Party is a business. But you have to take some type of responsibility. And I think what's going on, though, is that there is a awakening going on of people mm -hmm. who used to be on the left, started seeing that the left is crazy, and now they're trying to come over here, but there's they're a little different. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of what we want to talk about here today is that there is a new conservative movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going on. And this conservative, this new conservative movement, it's a little younger. It's a little, has a little more color to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're a little hipper. Yeah. They're kind of, they're kind of breaking the mold. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we have an announcement that we would like to make. I don't know. You want to make it? Uh, I can. Yeah. Uh, we are now part of Lexit. Um, that's the Latino exiting the Democratic Party. Because um, we're both Latino. If you guys didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we are the L in Lexit. Yeah, we're the L in Lexit. So. <laughs> yes, we are now part of Lexit, so I'm sure you've seen us on our social media reposting. and mm -hmm. um, Yeah, it's a pretty huge opportunity. It's, a, it's an honor, actually. And mm -hmm. we like what they stand for. We like. Yeah, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. And like I said, there's a new kind of crowd mm -hmm. that's kind of 
you know, on the outskirts. And it's like we it's like here I look at it like this. Like we, we they want us in the party, but they don't really want us in the party. You know what I mean? Like it, it seems like the conservatives kind of have a playbook, you know, and the arch type of conservative is like the Bible thumping evangelical that's out there beating you over the head with yeah. scripture every day and telling you how you know protesting in front of or planned parenthoods and are just and are just kind of a little and i'm gonna hear you let me say this because I'm, i've said it before but there's a lot of people that they look at conservatives and they say they're kind of goofy like they're yeah. they're kind of corny i mean just being honest right. you know what i mean it's like it's like this like i remember i remember being a, as a kid as a kid you know i want to listen to rap music and my mom didn't want me listening to rap music, so she would she would try to get me like Christian rap, and I, I would be that. like, "Man, this is garbage!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So mean. It's like super. It was like I wasn't listening to like I would try because I wanted to listen to rap music, and she didn't want me listening to all the crazy stuff in it. But I was you like, were also like eleven years old. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's what we were listening to. Well. Yeah, I mean, it was like. I remember in 92, I was, what, nine years old. That's when, you know, Dr. Dre came out with The Chronic. And I remember, like, this is way cooler than, I don't know who the Christian rapper was. You know what I mean? I don't know who it was, but I know it wasn't cool. I know I was like, this is so corny. Like, like, I'm not listening to this. You know what I mean? And so I think people kind of feel like that when it comes to conservatives, especially the whole MAGA movement and everything like that. It's like, yeah, you know, you got people that are like, yeah, I support the president and I do this, but I, man, I'm not doing all that. Like, I'm not going out there with this whole gear. <laughs> and I'm not knocking anybody that does it. You know, I'm. I, and yeah, yeah, because I, I, I was looking the other day. I want a hat, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but what I'm saying is like, I know we we have to kind of like break the mold. Right. We have to kind of break the mold, and I think with Lexit, they're all about that. Yeah, they're kind of. It's more of a. It's more of like a. a little urban feel it's more like i mean the you know the the founder of it we have very similar stories you know what mm-hmm. i mean he's an ex-gang member he's a, he's a you know he's been to prison you know what i mean and so it's kind of like when when we talk to some of these other organizations you know and people hear my story and it's kind of like oh wow you didn't go to bible college and i'm not knocking people that go to bible college but i'm just saying like that's not my story yeah you know what i mean and i and i think we're talking about these new conservative this new conservative movement and we're talking about people who love the fact that Candace Owens destroyed Cardi B in her little Twitter battle with her. Me being one of those people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. Yeah. Right? But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't know a Cardi B yeah. song. You know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, I'm not a big love in hip hop, but there's a lot. of. I, I mean, am. <laughs> and I loved her on it. She was one of my favorites. She was hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Yeah. And, and I think that that's what I'm saying is like people get this kind of like guilt of you know, being a conservative and then you're like, oh man, but I really like, you know, I really like listening to Drake. You know, right. I really like, li- I really, you know, I really like loving hip hop or I don't love loving hip hop, but I do. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like, can I, can I still, can I still say, well, I'm a conservative. Right. But yeah. I listen hip hop. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not, oh, I'm not, I don't really think <laughs> Cardi B's like a great r- no, rapper. No, she's just saying I love hip hop. Yeah. Her the CD she came out with it was all right I listened to it I'm not you know but it, but it, that's what I'm saying but that's what I'm saying like do you have do we have these type of like stigmas that kind of be like you know I I feel like there's a lot of people that are like it keeps them from 
fully saying no no i'm i'm mm-hmm. you know like oh i'm i'm a you know i'm a conservative i i would i would vote for trump mm-hmm. whoa you that's, know what i mean that's that's rare that's right rare. you know so you know when we talk about this new conservative movement it's something that needs to happen we we need we need people that look like us that think like us that have been through the same similar experiences as us mm-hmm. to start to wake up and say hey these people on the left have been using us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think everybody that I've talked to with Lexit so far, we understand that. We understand that we have been being used and manipulated and um, we need to change that. And yeah. I think by kind of embracing who we are, you know, we we embrace the conservative values, but we don't lose who we are. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that with a lot of people, they start changing their mindset. They start going, oh, man, I can't, you know, I can't. Listen to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in no way promoting her at all during this. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think you should listen to her speak on politics. No. You know what or I mean? In general. I, I don't mean, <laughs> I, you know, her her music isn't the best. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, hey, sometimes in the car, her music sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? It does it. it. It's like I think people think, like, okay, well, if I pull up listening to this, people are going to look at me like, oh. Right. You're not you know, you're not a real conservative. conservative. Right, right. So, you know, that was kind of, that was one of the main reasons why we decided to, you know, join up with Lexit and um because they kind of break the mold, in yeah. my opinion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean not a, not I mean of course being being Hispanic or Latino is uh, uh kind of breaking the mold in itself, but at the same time it's like we're uh we're regular people. We don't wanna lose who we are. You know what I mean? Like I don't wanna feel like that the way I've I've always been or the what I think is cool or what I like is not cool anymore because I'm trying to impress these other people. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, that's kinda like that's kinda like the direction that we need to start aiming it because because we can't we can't keep getting lied to. Right. And we can't keep getting manipulated and we can't be, keep being used by the left for their agenda. Right. It, it reminds me of a conversation I had with somebody that I've known since junior high. And he's also Hispanic. And he messaged me on Instagram and said, you know, can I ask you something? And I was like, of course. And he said, how can you support Trump when you're Hispanic right away? And I was like, what does me being Hispanic have anything to do with it? And then he went on to, and he said, well, he's racist and da 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 da. And, you know, we went back and forth. And at the end of it, he was kind of like, wow, I know I didn't. He's like, my whole family, we don't, we don't like him because we're Hispanic. And that's sad. It's kind of sad that you can't have, you know, he really thought that he could not have another way of thinking until I told him actual facts instead mm-hmm. of appealing to his emotions and saying, oh, yeah, you know, and that's all they're doing is telling him he's racist and he doesn't like you. You know, I posted something the other day of Pop, our dad, and I had like three people being like, he doesn't like you. Trump doesn't like you because you're Hispanic. And it was like, <laughs> oh. but, but you know, what? I, I mean, my thing is, is like, of course he doesn't like me because he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't. What do you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't like me. He doesn't, he doesn't know who I am. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the thing is like, here's the thing, like, I know the left likes to portray themselves as like the, you know, the party of academia and intellectuals because they because they're deep in college right, and all that type right. of stuff. But at the but you know, most of them know absolutely nothing. Like yeah. they they know a whole lot. They know they know how to make nothing sound good. I'll um, give them that. Cough cough AOC. Yeah, they they dress it up really well. Mm-hmm. Like like wow, you sit there and listen and go, "Man, that sounded great." And then go, "Well, what did they say?" I have no idea. It just sounded good. Yeah, it made just, me feel uh, good. Yeah, right. right. And so I think there's a lot of people, and I was that person. I was that person on that would appeal to me about the Marxism and all that stuff was, 
wow, it was really, it was really intellectual. You know what I mean? It's like, what, what do you, well, how do you, I, I use dialectical materialism. What is that? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, that sounds so educated. Like, like, do you understand dialectical materialism? <laughs> you peasant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but the more, the more I dug and dug and dug because that's what I do. I'm trying to learn. I want to know. I want to know. I don't want to be an idiot. I want to be in the know. Right. More I was like, well, wait a minute. That's, they're not so intellectual. Matter of fact, they're actually anti-intellectual. Mm. They're actually appealing to the emotional aspect as far as instead of the intellect. So I was like, wow, I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm over here. And I didn't know it. You know what I mean? Right. And I think there's a lot of people that are smart people that can think for themselves type of people, people that want to know mm-hmm. people, you know what I mean? That are finding themselves going, I need to, I, I'm over on this side, but I, I, I want to still be me. Right, right. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to still, I still want to be who I am. I still want to like the things that I like, have the friends that I have, mm-hmm. but without being stigmatized right. as being like oh well you know this you don't do this you don't do that yeah. this is not what you do like like we're all thinking like we're all we're all using our own brains here you know what i mean and i think those are the people that are starting to come to this side and are starting to wake up but the question has to be is how do we I, i'm not going to say how do we get more people on this side because i think that's the wrong approach i think how do we bring in this new type and make this new conservatism and and i think it also goes back to how we do things it it goes back to how we do things in the sense of like like last week we had joe collins on here right mm-hmm. and then he was talking about them going to minneapolis after the george floyd riots and all that stuff and people republicans we're mad and we're saying, well, you're Black Lives Matter and now you're with them and oh, we don't protest. We don't do it. But that's what I'm saying is like, well, who says that? Right. Who made that? Who made that? I mean, because, look, people can say what they want to say and say, well, you know, violence isn't the answer. This isn't what it's working. I Yeah. They're kind of getting their point across with a lot of violence. <laughs> right. You know, mostly peaceful. Mm, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I mean, I mean. And I'm not saying, oh, let's go out and start rioting and looting and all this stuff. But I think, hey, there there has to be an adjustment. There has to be something saying we we gotta start looking at what we're doing here and and reconsider our game plan. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like it's halftime right now. Mm-hmm. Do you stick with the same game plan? Continue to lose? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you think about what's going on right now. We have been locked down. It's September. We've been locked down since March. We were told 15 days to flatten the curve, you know, and now, you know, here in Los Angeles, they're saying no trick or treating. That's almost two months away, a little less than two months away, a month and a half. So you're mean to tell me that there's not going to be any progress from now to then. They haven't. They already. This is not about a virus. This is not about people losing their. This is this is not about any of that. This is solely about control. So at what point do you say, let's throw that playbook out? Right. Because that ain't working. Yeah. Because these people are doing whatever they want to do. For as long as they want to do. For as long, yeah, for as long as they want to do. And we're hurting. You know, I went to IHOP today. IHOP cost me $50 for two people. We ordered the same thing. We Matter of fact, the Friday before the lockdown really went into effect here in California, we had went to IHOP that night. We went to IHOP. Now, here I am. This That was in March. This is September. We went to IHOP this morning. IHOP used to cost me for two people. $35 with a tip. Mm-hmm. Now it's like 50. You can't tell me that something isn't going on. Right. You can't tell me that all those stimuluses and all these 
money that they're giving away that is not leading to inflation. You're not telling me that when you shut down the whole economy and you shut down trucks from being able to ship things from here and there, you shut down businesses, you shut down the flow of the, the economy, the flow of the lifeblood of our society, you shut it down, that there's not going to be any type of repercussions. Media is not going to tell you that the rate that food, food prices are going up, that there's going to be a food shortage. They're not going to tell you that because it doesn't fit there. Then they start going, well, hey, who's the one keeping us locked yeah. down? You know. So at what point do we say, hey, you know what, man? We need to do something. Yeah. Let's get that old Republican playbook and throw it in the trash. And throw it. Yeah. I'm being serious. I mean, it, I I know there's a lot of people that'll be like, "Oh man, you shouldn't say that," you know, because that's who we need to be supporting. I understand that, but at the same time, we need to hold these people accountable. Yeah. We need to start saying, "Hey, you need to do something." Well, and also it goes back to this: where's the consequences for them? There, where's the consequences going on? There's not. I mean, rarely they're arresting some people, but there's no consequences. So if they're going out every single day, because I've seen it on. What is it? Sepulveda and Ventura. Every day, Black Lives Matter is out there. So if they're out, they're out there every day, mm-hmm. and we're over here saying, "Well, we don't do that." Well, they do. Where's their Where's their consequence? We need to be out there just as much as they are. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, and even look at the politicians. Look at these Democrat politicians. Look at Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris says it's not going to stop. Right. She's she's encouraging it. Right. She's en- laughing about it. At the same. Time. Right. She's encouraging it. There is no. Republican politicians that are saying, "Hey, our people, you need to get out here. Mm-hmm. We need to start. We need to. We need to start waking these people up. We need to start showing our strength, yeah. flexing our muscle, and saying, hey, look, check this out. If A, B, and C doesn't happen, then we're gonna go all the way to Z.' Right. Right. And we got Z. We got that. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, at what point do we start saying, hey, you know what, man? I, I, I understand. And I was telling you on the way here, I don't know if you guys have seen the social network. And, we, you know, when the two twins were in the, their business partner were talking about how Mark Zuckerberg stole their idea and they wanted to sue and they wanted to trash him in the Harvard Review. And the one brother said, and I remember the way he said it. It was, it's like it fits. In, in, he says, they said, well, why, why aren't we going to do all this? And he said, because we are gentlemen of Harvard. That's exactly how he said it. We are gentlemen of Harvard, and we don't sue people. And we don't. And it's like, okay, I get, I, I get that. But guess what? When you're getting kicked in the face, right? eventually you got to fight back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't care if, you don't, if protesting offends you, if getting out here and, and, and demanding things offends you, if showing a, 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 having a show of force offends you more than, than the riots – more than people going into your while you're eating dinner and spilling your drink on you and telling you to raise a fist or they or they you know, all this crazy stuff terrorizing. If, if you're terrorizing. more offended at a Republican candidate that goes out there to the people and says, "Hey, what's going on? How can we help this? How can we solve this problem?" If you're more offended at that than what you're seeing going on from the left. I don't know what to tell you. That it, it's it, I think it's time that you need to sit down. Yeah. And you need to let in these people that we have a new vision. We have a new way of thinking. We have a new a, a, a we're still have the same values. We still have conservative values. Mm-hmm. We still have uh, we want less government in our lives. We want the same thing you want. But maybe our means of getting it is a little different. Yeah. Is a little unconventional. But guess what? We are in an unconventional war. Yeah, it's true. We're in an unconventional war. Yeah. I mean, our military adapts. 
Yeah. You know, when guerrilla warfare and unconventional warfare come t- comes into place in in a lot of these countries that they go into, what do we do? We that's why we get SEAL teams. That's why we get these mm-hmm. smaller units that are more flexible and adaptable to certain situations and and things that you're not used to seeing on a conventional battlefield. Nobody fights like that anymore. Yeah. You have to step your game up. You have to start evolving. And I think that man, you and I have met people who are who were like, "Oh, wow, okay, you're cool." Right. They're shocked. They're shocked. <laughs> They're like, wait, you, you support who? <laughs> right. And you conservative, you don't seem like it. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, you know, they're kind of, they're turned off to the whole conservative movement because it's doesn't, it doesn't appeal to them. Like, yeah. and that's one thing the left has is they're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're cool. It's popular. They have Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B is cool. Right. You know what I mean? And her being cool attracts a lot of people to their side yeah but but it's like almost like people on this side it's like oh man we can't talk about this we can't talk about that or we have to do it this way or that way Mm -hmm. and if we don't do it this way or that way we're fake conservatives you know what i mean and and we have to break that mold we have to break that mold or our people are going to get left behind with the wolves being silent yeah i mean that i think i think too many conservatives have adapted to this silent majority and which i believe it's true i think there are a lot of people that are just silent and part of the conservative majority but they're stuck on the silent part they love being the right. silent majority uh, do you know how many people i've gotten even before everything when i would be vocal on you know social media and stuff i get so many messages from people that i've known since i was little it's telling me you're so brave you're so brave for speaking up i could never do that and i was like why not right you're afraid of losing a follower okay what are you afraid of why did you speak up because they're more comfortable being silent allowing people like me and you and the people that we know to get out there and speak for them that's not how it should be we all need to be speaking up we all need to be out there well, I, like I say all the time, you can, you know, wave the, the flag of silent majority all you want. But the longer you stay on that path and be silent, you will lose the majority yeah, part. Right. Silent majority. Listen to that. Silent majority. That doesn't last long. Right. Because the very loud minority eventually starts to absorb some of the majority mm-hmm. because you don't want to speak up. Yeah. You want to be silent. I think there's a lot of people that to me it's a cop out. To right. me it's an excuse. It's like, but we're the silent majority. So so now I ain't got to say nothing. Right, right. We're silent. We'll show it on the polls. Right. But see, here's the thing. We have to start realizing what the left is doing here. The They don't care about the polls. No, th- it's clear. We've already seen their agenda there about the poll. <laughs> yeah, they're the, the polls aren't something. They're not, they're not, listen, their movement, and, I, and, and listen and, and take what I'm saying, take it very seriously here. Their movement, and and this is what I'm afraid of when it comes to conservatives, their movement does not end November 4th. Right. I think a lot of people think it will. A lot of people think, okay, well, on November 4th, COVID's gone. Everything <laughs> goes back to normal. We're going to go to work. Really? And I look at those people like, aw. Well, here, well here's the thing. Let's let's say let's say November 3rd. That's the number 3rd. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's say November 3rd. Trump wins, right? So do you think, and, and yet Trump has been a president since 2016. He was sworn in 2017. Mm-hmm. So he's been the sitting president of the United States since January of 2017, mm-hmm. right? What stopped, he, look here in California, let's take, what stopped Eric Garcetti, who's the mayor of LA? Who stopped Gavin Newsom, who is the governor of California? Who stopped Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House? 
Who stopped these politicians from shutting everything down? Donald Trump was still the president right, and right. everything was still shut down, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you think if he gets elected November 3rd, then on November 4th, they're going to go, okay. We lose. No. No. They, if anything, I think it's going to get worse. <laughs> We're going to be punished. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is, a, this is a war of attrition. A war of attrition means it is a long, protracted struggle. And with that being said, if we see just what's going on here in California, we're ha first of all, our energy crisis is ridiculous. So there's rolling blackout. You know what I mean? They're telling us it's a, it was 115 degrees this weekend. 17. I'm 17. 117 degrees Insane. this weekend. And at 3 o'clock, the mayor of L.A. was tweeting out saying, it's almost 3 o'clock, everybody. Time to turn off your air conditioning. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon? You, I hate that, man. Do you know how, do you know how hot it was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? 117. <laughs> you couldn't go outside. The air burned. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's a war of attrition. They are going to starve you until you say, okay, okay, what do you got? Right. Okay, what do you have? What do you have for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think people got to wake up and see what's going on here. People got to wake up and say, hey, <laughs> November 4th, this doesn't end. Right. You know, and like it's always been like a joke to say, oh, COVID's going away after the election. These people aren't going away. No. So you can take your little Republican playbook and your little Teddy Ruxpin outfit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Your little Carlton Banks, you know, outfit, throw that somewhere, throw that somewhere in the trash. Yeah. Because these people are not playing a fair game. Right. They are not playing by the same rules. And I think if we're going to be successful, it's going to be people like us, mm -hmm. people, you know, that are part of this new conservative movement that mm -hmm. says, you know what? We're taking the gloves off. Yeah. You want to fight? Let's fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to go? You want to you want to come at me? Let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Right. I'm 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 going to meet you on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And let and let's do this. If that's what you're saying, I'm not saying violence or anything. I'm right. just, I'm just saying, hey, two can play that game. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous to think, oh, you you go went out there to protest. You know what I mean? To see what's going on with the people. Oh, that's not. We don't do that. Yeah. We are we are gentlemen of the Republican Party. Uh, that's why I keep hearing that over. It. Yeah. I'd rather tweet about it. Oh, man. Like this is crazy. And this is what gets this is what turns people off. You know what I mean? It turns people off to the whole movement. It, here's something you're gonna have to realize and understand that conservatism is the new radical. Mm -hmm. It's the new radical thing to do. Yeah. Our friends, uh, Chief and Americano, that we you know we we always are out and hang we hang out with them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but we're also out. But I mean, they said it the other day. Like this is the new punk rock. This yeah. is the new. This is. This is the new rebellion. Yeah. This is the new rebel side. This is the new revolutionary side. This is the side that the mainstream hates. This is the side that's cool. You want to be over. You want to. You want to really go against something. You really want to. You really want to take a stand. This it's over it. here. Right. You know what I mean. But we gotta embrace that. Yeah. I know I do. Like I love it. Yeah. I love wearing my stuff around, being like, "Yep, I'm not part know, of that huh? mold." So yeah. I want a mega hat. I think I think we you've convinced yourself into getting one. No, I didn't convince myself into doing that. I wear hats all the time, but I got my hats. These these are I don't do all that. I'm not saying I won't. I'm just saying that it's just you know, and that's another thing when it comes when it comes to to this side is like I think a lot of people get like if I come out and I and I'm wearing a you know a MAGA hat and I'm telling you you know Trump 2020 person would be like oh man this dude I didn't want to hear nothing I got to say 
Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that if that's what you do, that you're wrong. But I'm just saying, like, I, I just think a lot of people, like, look at it and maybe be like, oh, man. Like, they immediately shut down. Right. You know? So, you got to change it. Yep. got to change the whole playbook. I think we are. Yeah. I think we are. We just got to get the word out. Get it out there. Well, I think um, it's a good conversation starter, but I think it also has to be backed up by action. Yeah. And I think we got we to gotta start getting together with these with people that are on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And start saying, hey, look, you know, we, we might be... You know, obviously our politics and obviously our values put us in a position where we're not wanted by the left. Mm-hmm. But also the way we do things might not be wanted by the right. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. I can live with that. You know what I mean? I can live with that. Well, the goal for me, and I know it's the same for you, the goal isn't to make sure that I have all the love in the world from the Republican Party. My goal is to make sure that we keep our freedom. That's so it, yeah. if it offends you in any way, sorry, but I have one goal, and that's, you know, that's my goal. Yeah, I don't keep- care if you like me. <laughs> don't. Exactly. It's unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. We're conservative, but at the same time, you know... <laughs> You got any last words since this was your first episode here on the No Spoon Podcast? Uh, obviously, you've been working on it for a while. but been just, here. Yeah, you've been at every, almost every episode except the early days when... You were in the car. When I was in the car. By yourself. By myself. But, um, no, I wanted to say that it reminds me of when we sit there and say, like, you know, um, like for me, being a Christian, it's you're not going to appeal to somebody who's not a Christian by going in their face and saying, you know, if you don't do this, then you're going to hell. You know, that's like automatically is like, all right, bye. Why would I, you know, you don't, there's a way to come across to people. And like you said, like if you walk over them like, hey, Trump 2020, that's automatically, I mean, we've seen it at rallies a hundred times. You sit there and scream in their face. What are they doing? Flipping you off. You didn't get, you didn't gain anything. That wasn't, you're not winning anybody to that side, but. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's like a shouting match. It is. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've been out there. You, We've both been out there and I'm, I get like cringeworthy. It's yeah. Like, I think there's a way to, it, <laughs> it, it, I find it funny, and I was thinking about this the other day, how as conservatives and Republicans, or just backing up what I back up and support, um, to me, when I, when I find out somebody doesn't know anything, or, you know, that they're supporting Black Lives Matter, it's, a, to me, it's a part of, oh, okay, why? Educate somebody. Why not? Why not educate them? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why would it be turned into, well... F you, da, da da da. That's that's not how it works, and I find it very funny that the left never wants to educate. I've never met anybody who's a liberal who wants to educate me on why it's amazing to be a liberal because there's nothing. There's, I don't think there's anything amazing to say, but it's it's not a. No, I I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's almost like there's a sort of sort of appeal to people that kind of come from your background have have your same life experiences and and then say okay let me educate you Mm -hmm. on why i feel this way why i think this way why i believe this way you know what i mean you can bring some corny white guy from the ghetto i mean into the ghetto but nobody's gonna listen to him yeah you know what i mean and that's what i'm saying is like we're not that you know what i mean like like i'm not going to try to fit in that way right you know what i mean i'm not going to try to sit here and say well you know pass the gray poupon you know (laughs) what i mean (laughs) I'm I, I that that's just not how that's just not us. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue to do what I'm doing and be who I am, and at the same time, this is what I'm about, you know. And 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 for me, I'll always say this: I'm not attached to any one person or personality, mm-hmm. which is maybe a topic for another time. But I think a lot of people on this side are attached to a person and personality. 
mm-hmm. my opinion, because when you follow people, people can change like that. Yeah. People can sell out like that. And I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. But what I'm saying is I know what I want and I don't care. I don't care who is on board with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, Trump can win this election and then say, hey, Communism. see ya. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then what? We're, we're going to follow him down that hole? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm grounded. I know what I, I know what I believe and I know what I want. Yeah. You stand yeah. on your morals and your values. Exactly. Like they say if you don't stand for it, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. Right. So you got to. So it's like so being attached to people or attached to this idea, you know, oh, I got to be like this or I got to think like this because I'm this or I'm that or I'm 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 black or I'm Hispanic or I'm this. No, I'm not. I'm not with any of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 I, that's in totality. That's across the board. That's just not just, you know, oh, against the left. That's against the right too. Like I'm not any of that groupthink. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm yeah. not with any of that. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, okay, well that's what we're doing today. You know, yeah. no. If it's not right, it's not right. Exactly. And I, you know. That's kind of where that's that's kind of what we have to start. We got to stand solid on our ground mm-hmm. and know that our movement doesn't depend on any one person. It's bigger than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we're not going to bow down to any type of idea that you might have and say that you need to do it like this. I don't like that you wear your hat backwards. I don't like that you, you know, did you listen did you I seen you pulled up and you were listening to Cardi B. Yeah. Well, so what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm. I'm just saying, like we gotta kind of, we kind of have to take control of this thing because if we don't, these people are gonna have us sitting on the sidelines till, till November fourth. Right. You know what I mean? And and then what? So that's kind of where we're at, man. We need to start. This is a new conservative movement that's going on. We're not taking any prisoners. We're not. We're not holding no hostages. Mm-hmm. We're coming at you real. We are who we are. We're not going anywhere. Right. And we're going to be the ones that push this movement forward yeah us yeah that's all i got for today me too i think i did good you did all right (laughs) but i want to thank everybody for for listening to this episode of the no spoon podcast i'm red pill jay this is my host red pill nikki so we're gonna end this here hope you guys got something from it we love to hear your feedback follow us on instagram at the no spoon podcast and uh at red pill nikki yes that's n-i-k-k-i but you can go to the website, thenospoonpodcast.com, and get everything you need from right there and, and stay up to date because this movement is going. We're part of it. We're in it. We're in it to win it. You know what I mean? And, and this is what it is. So thank you, everybody, for joining and listening, and we'll get with you on the next episode next time. Peace.